Hi, my name is Anamika Hops, and this is The Art Friend Show, where every conversation focuses on getting to know the essence of creativity itself. I'd love to invite you as well to join me inside of Art Friend School, where we go deeper into these topics and join in with other art friends around the world. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's get to the show. Welcome to the Art Friend Show. Here's an artist you're gonna love to know. Hi, I'm Anamika and I'm in Portland, Oregon. And today we're being joined by an artist who lives in New Zealand. Elena, thank you for starting off your morning with us here. And um, we're going to get to see her work, her studio, and without further ado, here she comes. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. It's early over here. Well, it feels early. It's like eight o'clock in the morning. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, all right. Like we're a whole day. You're in the evening. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Hi. Yeah, so this is really fun. Thank you for joining uh, for an art friend interview. Can you tell everyone your full name, where you live, and then tell us about what you make? Okay, um, so I'm Elena Flighty, and I live in... New Zealand, and uh, it's a little town in Manukau, uh, which is just out of a little place called Ōtake, Wellington region. Um, and I am kind of like a, a paint quite intuitively, so I come to my canvas and I don't come with sets of ideas. I just allow an emotion to move through me and then see how the work develops and uh, forms and yeah. yeah, kind of feed off that. Um, yeah, and I just work out of a little studio in Paikakariki. So I travel to a studio and I work as an art mentor in a, as for a school called TLC. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. Well, can we see some <laughs> of your work? Sure. Okay. Hopefully it won't be too like. Um, okay, so I'll come over here because it's, it's kind of weird. This is sort of work I'm working on at the moment. Wow. Um, a big piece. This is ooh, there's some um, work up on the wall there that I, that's kind of around. Um, my mum has dementia, so I was processing a lot of things about pathways and how our kind of mind um, connects things and doesn't connect. Mm -hmm. These are kind of like some of my little paper studies that I've just been... Oh, I think I, I have about that one in your stories, maybe, that big white one. Oh, yeah, this this one here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so these are just these are just little paper studies. I don't know how to get that to show. <laughs> um, You're doing great. Then, oh, good. <laughs> and then over here, so um, over here I have... Oh, so this one's one of my dementia ones. That's the processing block, so that's kind of resonant resonates with the processing of our mind and how it starts to kind of separate and float into space a little. Wow. Um, just a couple of different ones down here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and I'm just – I think I'm going through, like, a bit of a change. So those ones that I just showed you are my older work, and this one is just kind of a new series I'm thinking about working on with different colour palettes. Super feeling this new direction. Um, yeah. It's spring in the northern hemisphere, so there's also this like brightness. But what's inspiring that new direction for you in your work? Um, 
color. I'm just really loving color at the moment, and I want to go into each different color palette and see how it evokes kind of an emotion or a sense or a feeling as I'm working with it, and then maybe go from small and then to quite big, so then you have these big color blocks that you walk in and are surrounded by. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's kind of where I want to take that exploration. And I just listened, there's a new book that's just come out, and it's um, it's kind of about the science of art and the effect that art has on us as humans, and they've been doing all these studies. I just heard about it today on the drive here, and I was just like, got to read this book because it confirms all of that. I think what we know as artists, like, you know, it's a real visceral process that we go through when we create. And as we create, we move through emotions and we feel. And as people come to view, if they connect with it, they bring up these big feelings. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so these things, yeah, it's just I'm, it's a book I want to read now. What's it called? <laughs> I'd, I'd have to, how about I put it in the notes for you because Great. I'd have yeah. to go back and have a look on my phone to see. Really? There's something about the art, art of science. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, Can you it's tell exciting. us a little, yeah. a little about um, the studio and the studio collective that you work, cool. you work in? Yeah, well, um, so I work with this really gorgeous collective in Paikakariki and there are 13 of us at the moment, three new artists about to join um, and we're a working gallery and we sell as well oh, cool. so yeah so it's just this fantastic opportunity that can make you a little bit lazy because you don't have to push your work out all the time as much but um, it's just so good because we're in a really amazing community that supports everyone and um, you know you come up to the space and you're not alone. You have, like, there's often, like, three or four, at least three or four other artists already working in the space. So if you're feeling a bit lost, you can be like, can you come and have a look at my work? Yeah. Or if you're a bit, you need to walk away, you can go look at their work. And there's just this inspiration there. It's um, constantly fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that, the way you just described it really highlighted all of the benefits and having run a collective studio in different iterations um, myself, I'm also curious, how, how did you put that together and how, what is your responsibility or role in order to make that happen? So I'm, I was very lucky. I walked into the situation. So um, there was a few key artists in this space prior because what's happened is our buildings had a, a refit so they've um earthquake strengthened it and changed the space okay. so from that from last year the six artists that were up here were like well let's open these spaces up and they invited us in and so it went from six right. artists to 13 15 it's going to be about 15 or 16 of us soon mm-hmm. um but it works really well like Di who, who is um she kind of runs the behind the scenes you know everyone pays into one collective Mm -hmm. but we we seem just to manage like we we just come and go and doors are open and we're going to start a little roster just so we're definitely open in the weekend hours because that's important for people who are coming to view Mm -hmm. um but yeah i haven't i've been really blessed that i just get to step into it i'm so happy 
for you. That sounds really beneficial. Like there's built in community and peers and um, a place to actually make sales and display your work as well as as messy space to yeah. create. Dude. It's amazing. I'm a little bit jealous in the best of ways. Yeah. So um, you've been talking a bit about getting uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even jumping on here, if I may share, you were like, yes. nervous. <laughs> but yeah. nervous excited, that's the edge of growth. So what else have you done? Like, have there been any specific mm -hmm. moments in your journey as an artist where you really noticed yourself get uncomfortable what was that like yeah I think actually there's been two so um two there's been heaps a lot but two major ones that have helped my growth at getting out and selling and making this more of a viable dream that I can wow. continue doing yeah. um was one is going and being in like art shows so my first one ever was like the Auckland art show and that's with you know it's I think it's like a fair for Americans and art fair and you just have a, a space where hun hundreds of different artists come together and you display and heaps of people come through but that was really uncomfortable because you don't know how your work's going to be received how much work you make how much work you take up if you're traveling to the place so many different variables and um, I think there's that edge of uncomfort that sits in me that is so easy to be like, ah, uh, no, I don't want to do this. It feels uncomfortable. But like you say, it's that listening in deeply to yourself and saying, okay, is this uncomfortable because I'm just, I'm just actually being afraid or mm -hmm. does, it, does it have the uncomfortable feeling but that sense of, but this could be cool. This could be amazing. This could be something that teaches you so much, right. you know? Yeah. But how much does it teach you when you go into that space? Right. Yeah. And, I, and I think the other space was here because I'd known the artists who are up there, Alan, he's uh, like, I've always loved his work. And I used to come in when I was a lot younger into this gallery space and be like, oh, I'd love to be in this space. Oh, wow. And so when it, the opportunity came out, I I jumped on it, but I was like, am I good enough to be in the space with these other artists? Like these, to me, these artists were, you know, just I love their work. And so, and am I comfortable enough to be working in front of people who are going to be walking around while I'm in my process of creating? Right. So there, there were different edges there as to, to take it. But, I'm, you, you know, I felt into it and I knew that yes, I'm uncomfortable, but the growth of it has been amazing. You know, I, I would never want to take that back. <laughs> never want to take a different direction. I'm so glad that you, you did believe in yourself to yeah. step into that pure group. And, you know, starting off your interview, this glowing story about your studio, it sounds like it's a, it's a really good fit. Uh, in fact. Uh, it's amazing. I yeah, I feel like I've I've found my feet here, okay. and my support network. You know, the the group of people and artists and creatives who who you know we want to pull everyone up and we want to you know we want to see each other achieve and and grow together and that's yeah. Great. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember when I first moved to Portland 
2009. Mm. It was in October. And the second and third weekend in October every year, now I know, is this like citywide studio tour. And they a oh, yeah. hundred artists and it's hosted in each artist's home or studio. So it's impossible to go to all mm. of them for me. But I went into um, one, one artist studio and I walked upstairs and it was just like this complete full body reaction of like, I, I want to be that, like this yeah. is my Destiny, yeah. you know that sense of, of that, and um, I do remember though that 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 leap of actually applying to that show mm -hmm. myself, um, and 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 doing it for a couple of years, and then having so many other people walk through the door and kind of share their exact okay. same, like being like this this activates my desire, like this is what I want to yeah. cause for myself. Yeah. I think as both of us are mentoring and mm -hmm. offering ourselves to other artists to assist in their process. Um, perhaps it's that, that intelligence that, you know, we've been there too, or we constantly yeah. are there, right? Yeah. yeah. And I get that as well, like you, how you had that feeling when you went up to that student and then to that space, sorry, and then people have come into your space. I get that here a lot as well. Like people come in, they're like, oh, the space is amazing. Like. I just love it. I'm like, yeah, we'll follow those threads. What, what's that? What's that awareness telling you? Right. Like, you've become aware of something. What is it? What is it nudging you to explore and like look into a bit more? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you feel you've mentioned mentoring? What do you do? What or what do you feel like your um, specialty is right now? Well, I work under a school system, so I'm working for the Learning Connection, which is an art school within New Zealand, oh, okay. and we yeah. do like a distance delivery mentoring system, so I, I have to go with their curriculum uh, at this point in time, Yeah. but um, I think a lot of it is getting them to really believe in their artistry, and then just to remind them to play and be curious. Like, yeah. I think when we step into it, we, we can sometimes, some people come with a full load of curiosity, but a lot come with, like, their curiosity is just tied up a little and the play is tied up into into aspects of, mm -hmm. oh, but I, I want it to be good. It's like, but play and make it messy and yeah. find the ugly and find the beauty in the ugly and mm. and then develop and evolve the work from there. Oh, and it, it seems like your process has so much richness in that there with following your intuition and mm -hmm. and um even like thought connections or being inspired by color, like there are these there are these yeah. kind of very uh expansive concepts that allow a lot of room. Yes. That's, yeah. I, this is encouraging anyone to be able to play and to make like crap work, right? Right? <laughs> like sometimes the crap is fun. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And sometimes within that piece of like work that you look at and you're like, oh God, what was I doing? It's kind of like, whoa, but I love how just whatever's happened here, I love this yeah. little point. There is an how do I? Right. Yeah. Yeah. How do you pull that out? Have I um, pulled a lot of them? Just a second. Yes, sir. Sorry, something was beeping at me. Oh, that's okay. right. So, <laughs> Funny when being in New Zealand, I'm curious. Do you have? Do we have different art supplies? Like, do we have any? Like, what? Do, what do you have in your world that? Yeah, this is 
And this is not a focused question that I prepped. I'm no, just that's... curious. It's okay. I'm looking around at my ad supplies now. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we have quite similar. Like we can get like the golden range and Liquitech and mm -hmm. and things like that. But and then like jelly prints. I could show you. I've got a very messy well, array of stuff. Have a different what are some of your like favorite art materials? Okay. Uh, favorites definitely um so like my oily pens Ooh, these are yeah. like paint pens or the oil based ones I, I can't live without yeah, like markers. <laughs> yeah. these ones yeah yeah exactly um i love i love my golden i love all my golden range and i love hold on i'm just gonna stand up and move for a second yeah. I love the um, these kinds of ones as well. Yeah, the acrylic inks. And yeah. The high flow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's liquid pink and the golden ones that I love. Yeah. Oh, and fluoros. Very cool. Got to have And it doesn't matter what brand it is, whether it's the golden or the, the like, student brand. Colors. Oh, we live, don't, aren't we so happy to live in the 2020s when we have all these fluorescent colors? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's like I try and pull away from them, <laughs> and they sneak back in. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, hot pink is a whole mood. For okay. Sure. Yeah. Bit of hot orange. <laughs> if you see, um, yeah. on Sunday I interviewed, or I mean, a few days ago I interviewed one of my friends since childhood, Corey, yeah. and one of her favorite color combinations is fluorescent orange plus fluorescent red plus fluorescent pink like all together oh my favorite looks so beautiful <laughs> so nice my favorite at the moment is pink and orange like combining together that real dramatic like zing to the eyes cool. love, that. love that yeah might be one of my next pieces cool. <laughs> yeah so what do you have coming up what are you working towards right now um, Working, uh, I've had, oh, we've got the Cup of the Arts show, which is like, you know how you do, how you said, um, is it Portland you're in? Yeah, correct? Portland, Oregon, yeah. Yeah, so how you have the studio spaces that will get opened up to the public, we do that as well. And so we do it in districts. So we'll be part of that Cup of the Arts show. So I'll have to start making work for that. And I think for me it's at the moment, because um, I'm, my mum has dementia, so I've been kind of holding space for her. She lives with me, my sister part time. We mm -hmm. part time, my sister's part time at mine. So I've kind of pulled back a lot just in the past year, just to you know deal with that. But um, I'm thinking about like getting my website redone and getting my social media. So I'm kind of on that flow now. Like, how can I? open up the means in which people can see me and buy off me mm -hmm. rather than being just in my brick and mortar place right. um yeah, yeah. so like, it sounds like you really have a robust local practice with your yeah. studio with with open studios with the gallery and now you're yeah how to uh, communicate that online yeah and the, yeah and i think that and then you've got you know the world is at your eyesight as well yeah. if you do it right yeah. right yeah yeah mm. i 
That's exciting because your work is very strong. It's really <laughs> fun to like, binge your Instagram and look at a bunch of your work and be like, ooh, I like this. <laughs> you know, what you're thinking about is, is profound mm -hmm. and, and meaningful. So I'm excited for you to <laughs> offer it to the world. What, how would it feel really awesome if that online expression of you as an artist it would were to take off? Oh, that would be amazing. It would just, it, it, it just gives you the freedom to play more, you know? It gives you the freedom to come and be the artist that you really want to be when those it, things start to take off. Yeah. What, like, how would it change? Uh, what do you well, What do I want? That's a big question. <laughs> um, I think I would, like, I, I love art and I love, inspiring people to do art so I think no matter where I go with my art there'll always be elements of me somehow giving to others and hopefully allowing them to express and inspire them be inspired as well yeah. so there'll be elements of that within my um, art practice and my online world and I'd probably be here way more yeah. <laughs> be in the space in like space. Yeah. yeah right <laughs> this would be it yeah. And like, I'd like to go, you know, I I have this dream me and my partner to go to like Australia and America and, you know, Europe and go around and do like a set of artists, whether it's interviewing with artists or just going into this space and being inspired yes. or, you know, there's, there's dreamies happening, um, yeah. but making it a, like a, a working trip. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. well, hey, you know, let's because I want to do the art friend show and I think. They would be really cool if they were like international correspondents that film studio oh tours meet friends down under. So I would love that. Totally possible. It completely we is. We're right? doing it right now in a very micro version because we just toured your studio. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I feel like we're on the same. Um, we're on the same wavelength. We've got those same drives and passions. Yeah. So, you know, creative and community. <laughs> Yeah. It's nice. I like being able to find kindreds. Sometimes I'm you know, a neighborhood potluck and people are like, so what do you do for work? <laughs> well, I meet with artists all over the world and I, and I have this, you know, a mentoring program and I just love them and hold them through this process of making their own work. And people are like, you're not a teacher or a, you know, like they just want like, You've crafted your own job? What do you mean? <laughs> I just shout enthusiastically through Zoom and people pay me for that. <laughs> yeah. What was the step that made you go into the mentoring? Like when did you feel it? Were you just like, this is, mm. I see the gap and I'm, I'm there or? Oh gosh, no, I never, I actually didn't think I was ready really. Mm. Um, it's but I've been workshops and retreats, and okay. so people are approaching me for private mentoring beyond the groups. Mm -hmm. And so doing that um, locally in my studio and some, some, you know, consults. But then I think the biggest jump was that my career started to go in this direction that um, my friend Lisa here in town sometimes jokes that she also made a choice between global art superstar and like intimate experiences with clients. And my, I was starting to do 
really big online classes like yeah. Lifebook um, with Tamara Laporte, and she's like amazing, right? And yeah. and start teach. I started feeling like okay, I could go in this direction where I'm making mm. art courses for thousands upon thousands of people, and that was exciting in some ways. But I, mm -hmm. that's when mentoring came in because I made. I was seeking depth in my own work and kind of a return. I was considering, like, what if I went and did a master's in fine art? I loved my, my EFA, which is like here, that's like a thesis. You tack yeah. on a thesis year to your undergrad and you, you have a studio year. I was craving a studio year and I thought the best way to do a studio year would be to teach a studio year, kind of like oh. you're saying, the best way oh, I love to it. Around, yeah. would you make it your um and so I launched my mentoring program as mm. a studio year. Um, and then that helped me develop my curriculum, which I've now been teaching since 2018. Wow. Private mentoring. That's, from there. that's mm. fantastic, isn't it? And you kind of got comfortable with being uncomfortable in that, that side step as well. Every day. You know, even yesterday yeah. I had a client come to, come to my house this yeah. is you know my house and i used to have a professional space like you do for nine years here in portland mm -hmm. and, and i really i think that helped my confidence but it also fed some imposter syndrome because sometimes i thought well would people think i'm as you know professional if i didn't have this glorious space to elevate um, the work? and so teaching now in my own house in my literal living room was mm -hmm. uncomfortable in like a really cool way because it was also like like there is like i like have there's nothing to hide any like yeah really i can't <laughs> just me <laughs> yeah, yeah this is me. Is, there's levels of uncomfortable every day right yeah how about you and oh i can tell agree with that levels of uncomfortable and I think art is such a great vehicle and a safe vehicle to allow you to like experience what it's like and then realize that actually it was okay to be uncomfortable and work through it and it actually ended up being really fun or exciting or I learned a lot and if you can as an artist or as a being you can take that experience and then apply it outside of your art life as well. I mean, that just grows your life into a richer experience, yeah. right? Go team. Amen. Preaching to the choir. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, it's really fun to know you in this way. And yeah. I've, you know, we've like flirted on the internet for years. So it's nice to get to hang out with you. Thank the exact purpose of this project is to yeah. activate all of us, help us all get a little more visible. Um, obviously, mm. grow uh, professionally. And thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, and thank you for like having that vision and holding true to it, and you know m making the space for yourself and for us to to do this. Because, like you say, it is so important for us as creatives and humans to really like experience each other's creativity and and lift each other up and you know we need creativity right now we need it in this life because yeah, yeah. it's so important <laughs> it's a form of resilience right completely, completely. yeah
Oh, my dear. Yeah. I can on. <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap this and we can always do more. And yeah. is there anything, any other message or invitation you want to share mm-hmm. uh, on the floor? Um, oh, I don't know. If you're listening and you love creating and there's a little, little nudging you saying just do it, then go and paint. Pick up some, I don't know, paint, create, collage, anything. Just, just feed yourself. So made that part of you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I'm actually going to take a screenshot because there's there's a couple of really sweet comments here. Yeah. Um, here, yeah. screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning how to do this each day. Okay. So Vicky, Vicky Dorgan is saying, so proud of you. Great interview. Thank you. Aww. Thank you. Yay. Cool. Thanks, Vicky. Clementine is saying, loved this interview while also creating myself. Oh, that's so perfect. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Tell me about the and create. <laughs> so on that note, anyone watching, it's super helpful to help these be seen if you comment on them and if you share them in your stories or if you tag a friend or send it as an individual message to someone you think would love to hear this particular conversation. So, all right. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm saying hi, Paige, because I just saw she's on there. Oh, <laughs> Paige Collinson says, Elena is my mentor, and she is amazing. Mm. Yay! <laughs> so is Paige. She's pretty amazing. <laughs> I bet. Mm. I Love you to meet you, and, and yeah. how much we love our go team, and enjoy the rest and of the day. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And I really enjoyed this conversation, because I did come in really nervous, and yeah, you've made it so comfortable. So thank you. You did awesome. You could do more. You took the the uncomfortable out of no, you put comfortable into uncomfortable. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Right. Thank you so much. And um oh that makes me think if anyone's watching this and you wanna try coming on live for your very own art friend interview, just like she did, just sign up. Yay. Go. Okay. Do it. It's great. <laughs> love to see you okay right. bye thank you <laughs> over now <laughs> i'd love to have you inside of art friend school where we go deeper into these topics follow the link that's in the show notes or find it on my website at onamika.com